Welcome, everybody, to the Unlikely Brothers podcast. I am Jake Johnson, also known as Big Jake, also known as State Farm. And howdy, y'all. It's Addison Lee Thompson, the Honky Tonk Heathen. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Unlikely Brothers podcast. What's up, brother? I'm trying to recover. We talked about it a little bit in the lobby before we started recording, but I'm trying to recover from my mistake. And I, you know what? I'm just going to flat say it on a public platform society's mistake. I just learned what an NPC is. Oh, did you get locked into a live okay. and so, sit there and watch it for 10, 15 minutes thinking I, that something cool was going to happen? No, I didn't think you were just cool. mesmerized by the stupidity of it all. It wasn't even that I was scrolling TikTok, And then this video comes across and it's like this girl going, I like apples. I like apples. I like mm-hmm. apples. Oranges are cool. And I'm like, what the hell? Is she got Tourette's? Is she having a stroke? Do I need to, you know, contact the authorities for medical attention? Yeah. And then I just keep scro- scrolling. I'm like, it's something stupid on TikTok. Then she pops back up like the ghost of Christmas past. Right. And she's still doing it. And I'm like, what the hell? And I asked my wife and she's like, oh, yeah, that's an NPC. They give different reaction or different noises or whatever for people's yeah. reactions. I'm like, there's no way people actually watch this bullshit. Oh, Bro, I, I accidentally clicked into one one time, and oh it was God. this chick that she had, like, elf ears, and she yep. was dressed in all white, and she was making some weird noises, and, like, <laughs> like all that kind of shit. There was over 3,000 people in her live just sending her gifts. Just oh. boom, boom, boom. She got so many gifts, she couldn't keep up. I, I literally, I popped into it and I'm like, there's no way that, that people are actually watching this stupid shit. Yeah. And then yeah. I get in there and I'm, there are people watching it. And because I focus on shit, especially when I'm mad at it, I'm like watching it angrily. Like, this is so dumb. Why would anyone ever, ever yeah. like pay attention to this? And then I realized 10 minutes in, she's probably made more money off of me just sitting here, not saying anything, steaming at it. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, everybody that's sitting there watching it is adding to the algorithm. Yeah. So like, you know, like, oh, whether wow. you whether you gave a gift or not, you're you're helping her exposure. Oh yeah, I was like, so, it finally hit me. I was like, I, I'm the idiot here. I I, I am yes. I'm the fool. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you should be used to that though. Ah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Legitimately, I thought she was having some sort of neurological disorder in in the moment, and that like mm-hmm. this was going to be one of those like someone needs to call nine one one. Yeah, that's that's what I thought the first time I saw one too. Is I was like, this is not a real human. Yeah, like it, it, this is not this is not a real person. This is AI, you know, reacting. And then it 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 wasn't. It was not. It, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing as a society that that kind of shit is what entertains us. It really is. I mean, look at like our grandparents' generation. Like they didn't even have you know. Hell, my grandparents didn't even have TV. Right. They remember getting a TV. Yeah. Same, same with my grandparents. Yeah. And and now, I, I mean, if I'm not careful when I'm taking a break in the workday, I'll accidentally waste an hour and a half scrolling through TikTok like, <laughs> that guy made a fart joke. Let me send that to mm-hmm. somebody. Right. Yeah. Or you make reaction videos to, you know, the, the super intelligent tourists that, um, you know, go mess with the wildlife. Those are public service announcements. I am doing America a service. You're welcome, America. I, I'm no, doing you a you're, service. You're, you're really that. not. Yes, I Darwin, am. Darwinism. Survival <laughs> of the fittest. If you are dumb enough 
to think that you can walk up to a wild ass buffalo or a grizzly bear or an elk and think that that's okay. Think that you're not going to get hurt. You know, maybe you don't, I'm not going to finish my statement, but you know exactly where I'm going with it. Yes. I think we all do. Although I will say this, um, when we were in Alaska, we went to, uh, Katmai national park for a little backcountry yeah. fishing in there. Yeah. And you got to go through bear school as they call it. Cause the Katmai bears are conditioned, uh, very differently from your average wild grizzly. They're still a wild animal though. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. But the difference is, is you can be five foot from a Katmai sow with a cub on her. And if you follow their protocols properly, you can be five foot away and they're just going to look at you and then walk right past you. Mm-hmm. And it's the basic, you know, don't run from them is the big one because it could trigger a charge response, but they're very conditioned to people. And this is years and years and years of scientific methodologies being applied. And I asked uh, when we got done, I said, when's the last like major attack y'all had? I said, I'm sure y'all have had, you know, scuffles and all that. And he said, we've had one death since like it was something insane, like 2001. And it was in the back country and it was a very random tragic circumstance think about that you're you're in one of the largest populations in alaska of coastal brown bears a very aggressive species they've had one death since like i think it was 2001 or something he said that's that's insane that's and then that's props to the you know the park rangers that that run that bear school for and the scientists for you know developing that you know the the bear school yeah um, and people you know to to save people to protect people yeah. to protect and and not only just protect people but protect the bears yeah because I mean, what's the what's the first thing that people call for when a bear attacks someone in the wild well did you kill it yeah well you're in its home like what do you do when someone walks into your home that, you don't that, you know that's what gets me every year when some backpacker and and don't get me wrong. I love all these outdoor activities. I do it myself, but when some guy that's going to DIY backpack in Yellowstone or DIY bow hunt in the gravelies and he stumbles up on a grizzly makes all the wrong choices, you know, gets mauled, gets killed. And people are like, kill the bear. And then it's like, well, he had five granola bars in his pocket and he was running from it. I mean, he he literally, he didn't have bear spray or a gun. He he literally was unarmed bait. I don't, I don't, I, I just, I don't get it. Um, I do need to point out one thing. What's that? In our intro video. Yes. Um, for those of you listening on Spotify, I, I'm I'm sorry. You you gotta check us out on YouTube. Our intro video, 50% of the time, I have a tank top on. Yes. This is about what the sixth time we've recorded. Mm-hmm. About 50% of the time, I have a tank top on. Yes. So it's it just, it, it's a weird coincidence on this recording with it, with it being uh, the, the same. I just wanted to point that out. You just want an uh, interesting statistic. Uh, we're going to get a new tally going. How many times does Jake have a tank top on when we're recording versus when he doesn't? How many, how many times does he actually wear sleeves? Yes, exactly. Well, you know, when we get up into the, the couple hundreds episode, it'll be a, an interesting, interesting tally to, to take a look at. Yes, indeed, indeed. For our hundredth episode, we're going to take an NPC content creator and put them in a national park with a grizzly bear. That, that that's going to be our. I'm not wishing them ill will. We're just going to combine both things that we just talked about. We or hell have the grizzly bear do an NPC video. I mean, 
We could probably make that happen. <laughs> we might have the budget for it by then. And by then, hopefully. Fingers crossed. I mean, hopefully. fingers crossed. 100 episodes is still a pretty new podcast, but. Yes. Know, but Fingers crossed that we, you know, we, we get that kind of kind of budget to work with. Indeed, indeed. And episode five, right? We're on numero cinco. Five, six. I don't, I don't know because we're going to mix them all up. So, you know, with, with the guests. <laughs> Yeah, but either way, we've done four solo, I think five solo, three, four. I, I don't I don't know. I, I honestly don't know anymore. I yeah. look at our faces so much between editing for YouTube and <laughs> editing for, you know, clips. I just I, I just put stuff together now. I, I don't yeah. I try and keep it, you know, hey, this is coming up from our next episode or hey, we just recorded this or hey, we it, this dropped today, like the the video we put out on the YouTube today, not YouTube, but um, the Tiki Taki today, mm-hmm. and, and and our Instagram. Yep. So, well, well, either way, whatever episode this is, we pre-record these folks, as we've said before. But right now, as we speak, there is a massive event happening in the news, and I know we said we weren't going to get political. I know we said we're that that was not part of what this platform was to talk about. Right. But this is going to be a conflict very near and dear to Jake's heart. And I'm just so sorry for what you're going through right now because the Swifties have invaded the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> they're everywhere. And they're learning hey. the sport at a very amazing rate, which I, I'm, I'm surprised. I, I'm surprised too. Um, what was what was the – first of all, uh, yeah, RIP NFL. Um <laughs> Second of all, uh, <laughs> RIP to all merch sales, especially, I think it was uh, 400%. I think that was the statistic I saw. Travis Kelsey's jersey sales went up 400% from what? the week before she showed up in his box in Arrowhead Stadium. Holy 400. shit. He was already one of them, you know. Yeah. Probably, I would say, if not top ten, but top, you know, top twenty players in the NFL. I mean, he's a you know a very marketable guy. He's a very likable guy. You saw him everywhere. Oh yeah, you started seeing him more and more, especially you know after you know this last Super Bowl win. You started seeing him more and more on commercials, and you know, especially the the State Farm commercials. But yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I if, if this wasn't if this wasn't delicious, I would pour one out for my homies. Oh my god! Here's my thing: is I saw uh, social media somewhere, someone was reacting to it, but one of them posted on one of the Swifties posted on Twitter, uh, the Chiefs had an away game or a specialty game or whatever, mm-hmm. and the tweet literally says, "Why are their costumes different this week?" You know, I try and stay <laughs> off of. Those those meme sites and those I I you're gonna turn me autistic this show just saying um or I'm gonna develop Tourette's I'm gonna develop a stutter something is going to happen hey better yours than mine I love that you know on World Mental Health Day you bring up something that is so detrimental to (laughs) to my to my mental health. Um, Jake you know, had a nervous breakdown during this recording. Yeah, we're gonna have to battle through it. Um, no, it, it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's so stupid. You know, I, 
she's like a Bond villain. I'm convinced she's a white cat and a facial scar away from being a Bond villain because she's infiltrated the NFL. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, for God's sake, she took out a Jonas brother a couple of weeks ago by wearing a dead jacket. No, it's, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I think it's hilarious because I'm not honest, that big of a football fan. So Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not a huge NFL fan. I'm a fan of the sport. Yeah, fair I'm enough. I'm a fan of the history of the game. I'm a fan of, you know, progression of the game. This is not the direction that, that I saw this season going at all. You know, they, they <laughs> were playing more games, did. more games in London this year. You know, it you know, expanding the reach of the NFL. There's, you know, a couple new rules that, you know, that maybe it's gonna be good, maybe it's not. I never <laughs> in my wildest dreams ever expected to hear the words taylor swift and football in the same sentence other than she turned down the super bowl yeah she was offered the super bowl she turned it down i don't blame her she probably make more at one of her shows than she would at the super bowl yeah so you know i mean because she just you know when she goes to a city she just stacks shows yeah, I think when she was in Tampa, she did like three shows. When she was in LA, she did five. My wife found somebody on some social media site that she frequents that I probably don't that was willing to pay. I don't remember the dollar figure, but it was such an abhorrent amount of money. I think they were willing to sell something like a car, like their car, or some shit like that, just, just to get tickets to this heiress tour. That is stupid. That's Look, I, I, stupid. I love Jason Boland's music. I'm not selling my pickup. To go see Boland live. No, no. You you would not in any way, shape, or form no. sell a vehicle to go see him live. If, I don't, if, if I don't Prince came back from the dead and there was only one show, I would not sell a vehicle to go see it. Jimi Hendrix, I would. I probably would. If he came no, back I, from the dead. I'd sell a kidney. Now, whoever's getting the kidney's getting a raw deal, but. I mean, yeah. yeah that's. that's... <laughs> That's a very raw deal. Your, yours yeah, are uh, mine are shot, probably. Probably. I mean, if you tried to sell part of your liver, they'd be getting even a more raw deal. So, <laughs> I mean, speaking of, you just you just sipping on the regular Pendleton tonight? Yeah, uh, actually, no. Uh, Pendleton Military Edition. My father-in-law oh, got me a bottle fancy. when he came to visit. So, so kind of fancy. Kind of fancy. Although I have a new. Uh, a new one added to my Pendleton collection. A new one after the $45 bottle. Oh no. Did we already talk about the 45? Yeah, we talked about that. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, then no, I don't have anything new. new. I've still just got okay. military edition, the $45 bottle. And then uh midnight trying to get a hold you know, of we're going to, we're going to have to stop with the air quotes. Cause if your wife ever watches the show, she's going to see us do the air quotes and she's going to go looking. I think she was, pretty aware when it came in its own custom handmade wooden box with its own custom hand-tooled leather neck but does, she, but does she know that like it's all hand-tooled i mean is she, oh yeah there's like a little inscription inside the box explaining oh everything. so oh you know, right. i called her looking at it they're not called her but i saw her looking at it the other day i was like oh she knows she's just saving this yeah that's gonna come out when you least expect. It. Oh, it's gonna come she's out. Gonna, she's gonna want something, 
and you're going to be like, no, we we can't afford that. It's going to come you're out like, of left field quicker than the Taylor Swift invasion of the NFL. <laughs> you know what? I can only hope that it's a time that I am around to see this because when <laughs> you guys go at each other, it is so much fun. For, for you. Me. For me. The problem I can is- just sit there and watch and laugh at both of you because neither of you are making any sense, but you're trying to make yeah. sense and you're trying to make your points. And by God, it's hilarious. And the problem is, is we both like to rant for the sake yeah. of ranting. And, and, you, and you both try and talk over each other. And then that just pisses each of you off more. <laughs> and oh, God, it's so much fun. So, although, the, the, you know, it, and it, if you can attest to this, there's times we're actually arguing. And then there's times that it's like a hobby for us. Oh, absolutely. That's your love language. Oh, yeah. You know. our, our love language so, is ranting at each other. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, and that talking is shit. Super to each healthy other. on World Mental Health Awareness Day. Hey, if, if you both do it and that's, you know, and neither of you feel, you know, slighted by it in any yeah. way, then why isn't it healthy? Oh, yeah. You know, I, I, follow, I follow a couple on TikTok, the, the Married Misfits. Okay. Um, I'm going to send you one of their videos. They are hilarious and they talk to each other, you know, very similarly to how you and Natalie talk to each other. Well, it's, and that way of humor, the way we talk to each other, because to us, it's mm-hmm. an inside joke. It's humor. It yeah. Damn near got us in trouble at our old house. I don't doubt that. So the inside joke is, is like, like today we were reheating some leftovers, right? And mm-hmm. she was like, hey, I got the chili done. And just jokingly, I was like, woman, I told you I wanted tacos, you know, and yeah. we both laughed about it. But one time I was on the front porch at our old house grilling steaks and I was like, hey, honey, can you run in and, you know, grab X, Y and Z? And I remember very clearly she came out with a tub of butter and Which I just probably was not X, Y or Z. No, I can't remember what it was, but it was like seasonings and like maybe a plate, you know, getting ready to take these things off. And so I jokingly yelled because that's our running inside joke. I was like, woman, I told you to go get me. Blah, blah, blah. And I look and the neighbor is taking his groceries out of the car and he like stops and looks and he's all wide eyed like, oh, shit. And I'm like, oh, shit. Is he getting ready to call the cops on my ass right now? Like, yeah, probably. Is. Crap. And then thank God my wife's laughing on the porch right next to me as I right after I said it. But otherwise, that could have gone really bad really quick. It really could have. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've had some people ask me about it. Um, I think we were in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the housekeepers asked if you guys were okay. And I was like, oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. 100% yeah no. fine. Like, she, she's just as bad. Literally, oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it's not just you yeah. saying that to her. You know, she she fires right back. She is not afraid. It's that, you know. Yeah. You know, it's, that, it's that Midwestern attitude. The amount of people that have been convinced that we were getting ready to get a divorce and didn't realize that we're actually joking with each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, the she first is, time I heard it, I was like, hmm, this, I, I don't know. And then I, the, but, but I asked you about, it. I was like, you know, are you guys all right? And, you're, and then you explained, oh yeah, that's just how we. Oh yeah, she, that's she our flat, inside joke. So. She flat in front of my parents one time was like, "Asshole, I'm gonna divorce you!" And like, <laughs> you know, I had to explain to my folks like, "We're not really getting a divorce." Like, right, right. Got it's a joke. Everybody, chill. Yes, just just relax, people. Relax. Just, just, just breathe. Just go with the flow. Yeah. Although so. 
not to beat a dead horse, but circling back to the Taylor Swift thing because I can. Why? Do we, why? Because I had this thought. Why do we have to do this? Because I had this thought. You know, she has a track record of not really keeping her relationships. No shit. So I'm saying this publicly right now. Swifties, if you can get the message to Taylor, if you watch our podcast, don't date a cowboy. Don't date a bull rider. We're assholes. All we do is drink beer and talk shit. The sport of rodeo is not interesting. If things go south with Travis, don't Taylor, don't don't do it. Don't date a bull rider. You know, when you said cowboy, I was still in the NFL. I was like, <laughs> she 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 gonna go date a Dallas Cowboy now. Um, oh my god, would that not be the upset of the year? Well, I mean, it would because they suck. So <laughs> You know, and and if you look at her track record of guys that she's dated, it's not unsuccessful guys. No, you know, it's no. it's you know, you know, John Mayer. Um, yeah, I, I, I heard a list. I, yeah, I heard a list. That's the only one I remember um, from the list. But oh, Harry Styles. You know, guys that are wildly successful. Who's Harry Styles? He's a musician, I think. I don't know. He he's a a public figure of some sort. That sounds um, familiar. I just, that sounds like I just know his I just know his name from things. Fair um. So so I can't actually see her dating a Dallas Cowboy. So maybe she should. Maybe she should try dating someone that's that's not, you know, already successful. And it might maybe it'll turn them around. Maybe I mean. Either that or Jeff Hobson's song, If Jesus Was a Texan, the last uh, line of the last verse comes true. What's that? So the whole song is this deal. Uh, Jeff used to be uh, in the Pentecostal seminary and then became okay. a country musician. He's a very good friend of mine. I actually got his initials tattooed on my wrist um, just because I'm such a fan of his songwriting. But he's got this song, If Jesus Was a Texan. And at the very end of the last verse, he goes, he'll give us back Tom Landry let Tom lay down the law and he'll kick that money changer's ass clean back to Arkansas. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. It's, it's a little uh, on the nose. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Not really pulling any punches with that line. Nah. But I mean, when you write songs like Jeff does, I think you can get away with that line. Yeah. yeah pr- probably. Um, you know, I can't imagine that was probably a very popular song in the locker room. Not that I would expect his songs to be popular in the locker room anyway, but uh, it's actually he's a DFW guy. That I mean, that is like his most requested one at his shows. Is it Jesus? Oh, I don't, I don't doubt it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, out outside of the the oh, outside of the organization, yeah. Yes, outside of the organization, yeah. I can I can see that being a popular song. Yeah. So what else is new since we Uh, since we talked last? Not much. I've been doing the same old musician thing, just booking shows, playing shows. We're going to be in Canyon Lake, Texas this weekend. Nice. Which will be fun. Full band or just, just you and Jeremy? Just me and Jeremy. We're we're not going to be full band again until November. Right. And then we'll wrap up the year full band. And then we're going to go back and do this acoustic deal through the winter. I think we're going to have fun with kind of more of a singer-songwriter element to our shows for the first two months of the year. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I'm trying to work on a couple shows up here. Um, I'll, you know, see if I can't rustle up some, some Idaho, maybe some Eastern Washington shows to, to go along with 
you know, Jackson Hole and well, potentially Jackson Hole and potentially Helena. So yeah, we, we, working on working on those locations. But I I think we you know I I'm trying to find a place that that would benefit everybody, yeah. the venue and us as well. Um, you know, I don't want it to be you know, a busy bar where no one's going to give a shit that you're sitting up there, you know, talking about the songs and yeah. it's not just the, we, we want it to be a singer songwriter showcase where, where yeah. you do talk about, you know, the inspiration behind the songs. And yeah. So well, and- I, I want it, I want it, I want it to be the, the right venue and Washington's kind of tough sometimes. Yeah. But I mean, those, that, that's what makes those kind of gigs so much fun is if you can find the right venue for them, you, you kind of get to, and don't get me wrong, I love playing a rowdy, you know, joint where we can just rock it. But oh yeah, very rare that I just get to sit down, play a song, and hey guys, this is the story behind this or the inspiration behind this. That's very rare. I hadn't done one of those in a while, so I'm excited that that's kind of the direction we're going to go in early in the year. And I wish I had more to report because we really do have a lot going on. I'm so stupid busy right now; it's not even funny. But it's a lot of stuff that I can't necessarily announce yet. Talk about. I mean, we can talk about it. You and but I can talk about it. We can't talk about it. Yes. Yeah, so, sorry, guys. Y'all are left out of the loop until no, I can announce you're it. Not, you're not in the loop. But we do have the lineup finalized, and I can announce this. The lineup and the location finalized for Honky Tonk Christmas 2023. Oh, snap. Oh, yeah. Lock and load, boys and girls. This is going to be the biggest one we have had since I started this. So for those of you that don't know, Honky Tonk Christmas is something I started years and years and years ago, and it is a benefit concert I do every year. I do it in a different town, different location, um, and the venue picks the charity. And so whatever you end up spending, donating, we do silent auctions, we do raffles, that all goes to that charity. Well, this year it is going to David Lee's uh, Songwriters Fund. David Lee is a uh, very prominent songwriter. If you liked a country song in the early 2000s, late 90s, David more than likely wrote it. Um, And David was in a very uh, tragic uh, vehicle accident. Uh, earlier this year he is luckily on the up and up he is pretty much almost completely recovered and his wife and him wanted to start this songwriters fund for songwriters because you know some of us don't have health insurance actually most of us don't have health insurance and this job can be a little tough financially um sometimes and so he wanted to start a way to help songwriters out whether it's hey i got some medical bills i need to take care of or hey i've got this banger song i wrote and i need to cut a demo but i can't afford the studio time do you have a scholarship i can apply for Mm -hmm. we are going to do the inaugural benefit we're partnering with them so we're doing the inaugural benefit this year as honky tonk christmas 2023 and our lineup is as follows starting off we've got diamondback texas which if you're not from texas big time local band that's been around for years and years and years and years so we got diamondback texas we got my buddy mr peter sinclair a fellow artist that records at Yellow Dog Studios. He's going to be showing up full band. My good friend, Savannah Chestnut in the field hands. Savannah was on the Ooh. voice. Team Blake, we got Savannah yeah. coming all the way down from Kansas. There we go. You got me and the boys, us truly, Addison Lee Thompson and the Honky Tonk Heathens, and headlining the one, the only Texas legend himself, Mr. Sundance Head. And he was also on the voice. I don't know if y'all remember that. And I believe he won it. 
I don't recall. I, I don't either, but I, I, I know he was on it. But someone the other day I, when I when I was mentioning that they were like, "Oh yeah, he won the voice," and I was like, "Oh shit, I didn't even know he won it." Yeah, but I know he was on it. So Mr. Sundance oh, Head's going to be headlining. We'll have to we'll have to check that out so I can put it in the show notes. And um, and and we'll probably want to check it out because you know, hey, maybe we have him on here and talk about it. I don't exactly. Know. Or maybe we get a hold of Savannah and talk about it. Mm-hmm. But I know she's crazy busy right now. So. Oh God, she's always busy. I mean, she gigs more than any other than like Dallas Moore, who doesn't even count because I don't think Dallas has a day off. She gigs more than any other person I know in this yeah. business. I mean, she's yeah, always playing. Yeah. No. Whenever I see her post, it's oh hey, here's the next you know 15 nights. I got 27 shows. <laughs> yeah, like, wait, like, wait, what? What? Like, How? Why? <laughs> That's insane. But no, she she's out there grinding. She's and, and she's talented as shit. Oh hell um, yeah, she is. You know she's amazing. I love listening to her. You know whenever she drops a new song or you know covers a song, it, it's just her voice. There's something about her voice that is just you know. I mean, there's a reason she was on The Voice. Yeah, she's talented as fuck. So oh god, she's so stupid talented. It's ridiculous. Yeah, if y'all don't know Savannah Chestnut in the Field Hands. Or just go to iTunes and look up Savannah Chestnut. Yeah. Um, she is a dear friend of mine and absolute, absolute badass musician. We, or, need, to have her, or, we need to have her on here. Is yeah, we need to talk to her. Or what they could do is since they're already listening to this on Spotify, they could just go to the search button after after the full show. After the full show. After Don't you leave us show. early. Don't do it. Yes. No, no premature leave. You're trying to no do one, it. Stop. No one, no one likes to leave prematurely. Um, <laughs> you know, after we wrap up, when we're, you know, getting down to the tail end, then yeah. you can go find Savannah Chestnut here on Spotify. So you can. And if you're and if you're not listening on Spotify, then you can go to Spotify or then you can go to iTunes. Or yeah, YouTube. I'm, I'm she's sure got she's even got videos. some stuff on YouTube. If if yeah. you're watching this on YouTube, find her on YouTube. But yeah, no, find Savannah. And yes, we need to get a hold of her. And yes, we've got so she many would we got to get lined up. Bless us with her presence on here. In the, on our the, on our lowly little podcast. <laughs> on possibly the biggest train wreck of a pod. I, I don't know. I've heard, I've been listening. Nah, to nope, like, I can't oh. even call it the biggest train wreck of a podcast. I did one solo for a while. And my first episode, I don't know if I've talked about it on here yet or not, but my first episode, something in me like i if you follow me on instagram awesome um if you don't big jake underscore the beard um i post you know i try to post inspirational or motivational stuff and my first ever my first ever recording of the rambling beard i did on my phone through anchor and I had my earbuds in the way it sounded. I thought I was recording with the earbud microphone. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. I got like two phone calls or a text message or something in the middle oh. of it. And I was on a rant and it vibrated and it was, you know, it was in a spot where even if I wanted to edit it, and go back and re-record what I said, there was no way I was going to be able to match the energy that I had because I was just, I was up on a soapbox. I was, I was in it to win it. And I was 
pissed off and I was angry and I, you know, was just calling, I was calling people out without trying to call people out. And lo and behold, you know, those, those couple of phone calls or those, those vibrations that I didn't think would get picked up by my earbuds got picked up by my phone because it was actually recording from the phone microphone and you can hear the vibration in the final recording. So that one was, you know, and then, and then I, I got over that. I got a couple, you know, I I got a good, a couple good microphones and I talked to our buddies over at the talking beards and found out what they would recommend as far as equipment and Mm -hmm. use that for a while for recording purposes and you know i didn't drop the the money for for stream so i did everything you know all my remote stuff you know there was no i never did it on video you know my remote stuff i would i would do you know over google voice and mm-hmm. record that way and it you know it, it sounded like it was a, a distant recording you know it doesn't sound like this where i mean shit you could just be in the other room and no one would know it it was it was for for what what I paid for it, which was zero dollars. It worked great, but yeah, no, I I that one was there was a couple shows that were a train wreck, and there was a couple shows that were absolutely fantastic, and and I missed it. So you know when you brought up the idea of a podcast, I had already started thinking about you know doing another one, and I was approached by someone, and I was contemplating starting it with with them given the the recent happenings in the bearding community i'm I'm glad i didn't so it has been an interesting time to watch the bearding community right it's been yeah it has been interesting you know what that was that was two three people of the the thousands and thousands and thousands of people and the thousands of events you know that, that have happened that was two or three people Oh yeah, you know it, it, it's it's definitely not a is it a black eye on the bearding community? Yeah, kind of the way the bearding community handled it. You know, we 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 really try to police our own in the in the we really do and and hold people uh, accountable for it um, for their actions and or or inactions or you know what have you. So it, it's cool to to see you know how everybody kind of came together and it, they, it, it almost feels, I mean, it's still fresh. Well, one of them is still pretty fresh and uh, it, it almost feels like there's a refocus, you know, it, it got a little lax there for a while. You mm-hmm. know, everybody was just kind of doing whatever and, and there wasn't really any accountability. And I have a feeling that, that, that is back and that is going to change, you know, for, for the foreseeable future. I, I think so too. And the thing that you got to remember with any situation like that or, or any situation involving any amount of drama is quite frankly, if you get a group of people together, the more and more that that group expands, incorporating different individuals, which also means different walks of life, uh, sorry, different walks of life, different ideologies, different backgrounds, what have you. But as that group grows, you're going to have a larger and larger percentage possibility of there being some drama going down. Yeah, some bad apples. Yeah, you know. some bad apples. But, but I will say this, when I was watching 
kind of what we're talking about going down. And I have flat said this to you. I've said this to pretty much any member of the bearding community I talk to. The basic bottom line of bearding for charity, doing a beard competition is we do this for charity. For charity. If that is not why you're doing it, go find another hobby. Yep. That is, you know, when when I talk to someone that has no idea what the bearding community is, but comes up and talks to me about my beard. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, the first thing I do is, you know, I say they're, you know, they ask inevitably, well, do you win all the competitions? Well, no, um, no. I don't win all of them. Um, I've won my fair share, but you know, there's, there's some guys out there that have an amazing, e- even better beard than I do. But, you know, one of the first things I say when I say, you know, I, I do beard competitions, I, I, all of the competitions that I go to, all of the events that I do through the, you know, the bearding community are fundraisers for different charities throughout the world. And it's kind of fun to, to watch people's reaction. Um, I don't know if you know this or not, but during 2020 or 2021, can't remember which. It was 2020 when we did a whole bunch of online comps. Mm-hmm. Our club, the club that you and I are in, mm-hmm. was part of raising over a hundred thousand dollars for a charity. Yep, I remember that. And it, it was it was all done remotely. It was all done over over the internet because we still all had that same passion. Yeah, we just had to find a a different. You had- we had to find a different yeah exactly you had to find a different platform to do it we couldn't do these in-person comps but we still and and that's a testament to the community we were still raising money left and right like a son of a bitch yeah well we just there was, there was one day i know there was one day during that time that i was in i had entered in two different online comps and i was a judge for a third one that same day Yep. It's just it's it was amazing how how quickly we shifted into you know, the the online comps. Yeah. And it's it's amazing how quickly the the whole attitude shifted after you know what you and I are talking about. Yeah. It's it's just it's in, when when the right people are doing things for the right reasons and they take a stand. Mm-hmm. like a couple individuals did when they take a stand people are going to follow because their heart is there they just don't have you know, sometimes they they don't know if they should speak up yeah they don't know if they can speak up but they can everybody in the community that's doing it for the right reason absolutely you have a voice yeah exactly and and from, it- from the from the smallest of clubs to the guys that are the and or the women that compete without clubs or not in a club that just like to go to the comps and show up and do the beard or make a beard. If, you know, if that's your thing, it, it doesn't, it, it doesn't matter who you are. You have a voice. Exactly. And, you know, we do this for such incredible causes. I'm not even going to try to start listing half the crap that I have competed for charity wise as far as who we're donating to or trying to help oh, out. I, I couldn't, an I couldn't even tell you. I can't even list it. But you know, that's what this community is about is supporting those in need, supporting amazing causes, incredible people. 
and doing it through a really fun way to raise money. You know, we're not out there and nothing against anybody that's doing a food drive or something like that, but it's so unique that it gets people's attention and they're like, what? There's a beard competition going on this weekend right. at the VFW. Like what? It takes people, uh, it, it takes people's, it takes them back a little bit. Yeah, and then they show up out of curiosity, and then you got goofy-looking dudes like yourself and I sitting there competing. You're well, not goofy. against each other. No. No. Uh, could you we imagine were, a comp where it was just one category? Everybody just get up on I, stage. I would stay in it with the uniqueness the uniqueness of having chops until one of you big beards showed up, and then I'd be like, nope, screw this. I'm out. I quit. I'm, I'm gonna go help run the raffle. I'm not even risking it. Yeah, that's a good. It's a good place. For you. <laughs> a raffle table. Friggin', but yeah, no. Yeah, no. It's it's. I like the way that the community rallied. Um, I did too, as, as a whole. And we checked in on each other. Like, I know when yeah. I first started my bit of lockdown until I found some stability in a ranching job. Um, you know, I was going out of my mind because we were on a hot streak on the road, man. We were touring the shit out of a record and mm -hmm. just kicking ass. And then all of a sudden it was like, go home. Well, what do you mean? Go home, go home. You have no more yep. shows. Yep. And then all of a sudden I look up and I'm having to drop my manager at the time. Cause we ain't doing shit. And you know, having to kind of basically, I didn't, I never fired the band, but everyone's going their separate ways. And I got in a really bad mental state, but the community that was there for me was a bunch of bearding guys. Yeah. You know, like, hey, what are you doing? Like, I'm just sitting at the house drinking. Let's let's talk on Zoom for two hours today, dude. Yeah. And that's what we did. Yep, absolutely. Um, you know, I not, but not last year. Yeah, last year. I, I kind of, you know, I kind of went MIA. I, I took a, what, six-month hiatus from mm -hmm. from my socials. Oh, there, there, was, there was a handful of people that, that, that noticed. Mm -hmm. I, I'm sure more people noticed. But there was a handful of people that that noticed enough to reach out. Yeah, a, a lot of them are associated with you know our sponsor, Big Sexy Beard Brand. Yes, um, indeed. And I actually told them in our in our group chat the other day. You know, mm -hmm. we we got to talking about this situation, and then it led to to other talk. But you know, I let them know, hey, ninety nine percent of the people in that group chat are people that that actively checked on me. Yeah, and there was a, a few others that that are outside of that that group that that checked on me, and and the funniest part, well, it's not really funny, but the the best part of it all is I wasn't associated with Big Sexy Beard Brand at that. No, point. you you weren't an ambassador at the time. But it it was it was those people in yeah. It was it was those people that that checked on me and made sure I was okay and that hey, you know what what's what's going on? I can hear your phone. Your phone's buzzing. Oh, Rick! I'll tell you what, man. We can leave that in. I get it's honestly sad, and yep. I'm not saying this to actually be the sarcastic chaos gremlin that I tend to be on this podcast. The amount of amber <laughs> alerts I get in a day, really living in South Central Texas, it's it's ridiculous. Oh, it's honestly, shit. sad. I bet. I bet. I well, we're also. We're also really close to the border region, which is historically mm -hmm. pretty crime ridden. Yep. And then you've got San Antonio, which is a mass populace. And back to my thing of the more and more people you put together, the more and more the stupidity percentage goes up. Well, yeah. 
So you got um, San Antonio on one side of us. You got Austin on the other side. Dallas isn't that far away. Waco ain't that far away. And Houston ain't that far away. I mean, I mean, I'm right around all of it. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you. I'm sure you get them from from everywhere. Yeah. So it's. A, I don't. It's, I don't. I don't remember the last time I got an Amber Alert up here. There, there's times I'll go a couple of weeks without them, and then there's times I'll get five, six a day. No shit. Yeah, we, we get a lot of them sometimes, which is, like I said, I'm, I'm actually not trying to be the sarcastic chaos gremlin I normally am on this podcast. That actually is really sad. Yeah, but, it is. Very, very sad. But yeah. thank God for Amber Alerts and them going hey, to your phone. Right, exactly. I'd love to know, out of general curiosity, the statistical success rate with them, because, I mean, everybody's getting them on their phone. Yep. You know, we've all been in a restaurant where all of a sudden everyone's phone goes off at once and it makes you jump. I, I would be very curious to know what the statistical success rate of those are. I bet we can look it up. Yeah, I'm sure we could. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I could Google it. Actually, actually, speaking of phones. Things we thought we might never cover on this right? podcast. What is the statistical success rate of digital Amber Alerts? Digital... Amber Alerts. There is literally a page, amberalert.ojp.gov, that lists the statistics. No shit. Let's hear them, Big Jake. As of January 2nd, 2023, 1,127 children were recovered through the Amber Alert system, and 131 were rescued because of wireless emergency alerts. There are 82 Amber Alerts through there are 82 Amber Alert plans throughout the United States. So let's just look at 2021. Let's see if it shows the the stats for it. But eleven hundred kids, that is awesome. That is um, a lot yeah. of saved kids. That's badass. This, this is 34 pages long. Success okay, stories. I mean, we don't we don't have time. Uh, no, number we, and we location don't. of Amber Alert summary, uh, page seven. Um, Texas. Yep, you are number one in Texas. Yeah, like I said, we get a shit number ton one. in one day. Washington came in at one, two, three, eighth place with nine. Really? So yeah, it, it drops off considerably. Um, in fourth place, there's three states that had thirteen each. Fifth place had two states with twelve each. And yeah, but so. Um, well, and with Washington, you know, you've got Seattle, you've got Walla Walla. I, mean, I would, I would say, I, I haven't. I've lived back in Walla Walla for a year and a half now. Haven't got a single one. Mm-hmm. When I was living in um, Yakima, or near Yakima, I, I got, you know, I would get more primary case analysis. What's more females? Uh, 69 of the total Amber Alerts for the year was the motivation for abduction was custodial domestic, so a mom or a dad. That doesn't surprise or, me. Or the custodial parent. That doesn't surprise me. I, I had a, uh, or didn't have, had, I have a good friend that's a retired cop in Montana, and he has actively stated that he doesn't know the direct statistic, but most of his kidnapping cases, it was a disgruntled Our, parent in a yeah. custody battle. Okay, so you want to hear an absolutely amazing statistic? Yeah, fire away. 
percentage of cases in which child recovered within 72 hours. Okay. Take a stab. Take a stab. Uh, 65, 60, or 70 something. Nope. 97%. Holy crap. So Amber alert works. It works. Okay. Within three days. Holy ninety-seven percent of the time. That makes me feel a little bit better because there's definitely times it goes off and I'm like driving down I-35 and I'm like, I haven't seen a single car that matches that description. And I'm like, I wonder if this actually works, you know, or if it's just some stupid program that doesn't, but good to know it's effective. Hell yeah. Hey, it's highly effective. Highly effective. Damn. As effective as a Swifty at a Chiefs game. Motherfucker. Just one more little jab. <laughs> you gotta just kick me right in the nuts right before we call it a show. <laughs> I mean, props to them for at least giving giving it a shot to to learn. You know, whether all of them do or they're just jumping on the you know the bandwagon of yeah you know, whatever. It's good for the NFL. It gets exposure to to people that normally wouldn't. So and they yeah, are it's, it's a good this. thing all the way around. And later she's going to write at least 10 songs about the breakup. Yeah. So she's going to sell millions more records. And when or if that breakup comes, Taylor, again, as I said earlier, don't date a cowboy. We're assholes. You don't want a rodeo cowboy. Leave our sport alone. Mm-hmm. There's enough drama as is that goes on every year at the NFR. I swear it's coming up and I'm, my buddy texted me. He's like, are you going? I was like, no, nah, we can't swing it. And then it just yeah. like hit me. I'm like, Oh God, what's going to, what's it going to be this year? What is going to be the viral internet drama at the NFR this year? Well, you know what they say? Empty drink shows over. Damn straight. Well, I mean, damn straight. Yours has been empty <laughs> for a minute. So yeah, 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 but you, you had a much smaller glass than I did. Yeah. I don't do the big whiskey glasses or this show would really get interesting real quick. Oh, this was a big glass, but it was mostly no. tea. I, I had some peach whiskey in there, so I had some peach iced tea tonight. But another episode in the bag, ladies and gentlemen. As always, thank you for tuning in. We've got tons of fun guests lined up. We're just working on getting them scheduled or rescheduled uh, yeah. because that's why we pre-record because life right. happens. Exactly. But thank you all so much for tuning in. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Spotify, yeah, Amazon, YouTube, Podcast, Spotify, Castbox, iHeartRadio, all of them places. More than likely, if things go according to plan, I think I can safely say that by the by the holidays, we should have a pretty big announcement coming y'all's way as far as maybe this show going on the road. Oh, are we going to have some breaking news maybe yes possibly by the holidays i don't want to say anything yet until we get it locked totally locked in but it's pretty much about 70 percent locked in at this point but we're not saying anything until it is right anyways thanks everybody thanks for sticking around thanks for listening thanks for putting up with our bullshit addison as always it was a pleasure indeed and we'll see y'all next week sir thank you